from the Ticats Audio Network, this is Speaking with the Enemy. 13 degrees in Ottawa, no chance of rain for the Tiger Cats and Red Blacks as the CFL regular season comes to a close on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. I'm Bob O'Neill and lining up in the slot beside me as always, Tiger Cats great Andy Fantus. Fans, there is nothing like a holiday escape with redtag.ca and this year's bases are limited, so make sure to book in advance to secure your spot on the beach now and be merry later. See the world your way with redtag.ca. Time for Speaking with the Enemy, presented by Red Tag. And last week we featured his partner, Jeff Avery, and this week it's the sound of the Red Blacks from Radio TSN 1200, AJ Jakovec. Appreciate your time. Yeah, great to be with you. Actually walking uh, right up near the stadium now with uh, Jeff Avery. So uh, last one of the year and always, you know what, I'll say this. Always special just to be able to broadcast football. It's been a tough year. It's been a tough three seasons for the Ottawa Red Blacks. But uh, when you get the chance, when you're one of nine that uh, gets to be able to call a CFL games for a living, uh, you never take it for granted. So, uh, yeah, nothing game on the line kind of for Ottawa, but still uh, an opportunity to, to, see a, to see a couple of new faces and maybe even uh, a home win, which we haven't uh, seen all season. <laughs> you know, AJ, for as long as a playoff spot, I mean, that's certainly not in the taking here. But let me ask you honestly right off the top here, why are the Red Blacks on the outside looking in in 2022? Yeah, they weren't good enough in close games. Uh, right from the opening weekend. They looked great the opening weekend in Winnipeg against the defending champion Bombers. And I thought they were the better team on that day, but they found a way to lose. And, and I think that set the tone for the season. Two and eight in games decided by a, a touchdown or less. We saw the two Ticats games. Those were both decided in the last minute. And Ottawa just found ways to lose those games down the stretch. I think they're more competitive than they were the last two seasons where they're just bad. But, you know, this year's team, uh, you, you know, like, let's put it this way. You win half of those games, right? You go five and five in the games decided by a touchdown or less. And now this team's a seven-win team and probably playing for a playoff spot today uh, against Hamilton. So, um, yeah, so, some learning to do. I, I think they've taken some steps this year, but certainly need to be better in, in a number of different areas. And uh, certainly a big off season for Sean Burke. Uh, first with the head coaching hire, and then just to try and, uh, you know, patch up this roster a little bit more. AJ, I know it's been uh, difficult times at, at home for the Red Blacks this year and, and the past few seasons, but what's the vibe been like there in, in the Glebe at the stadium? Are the fans still enjoying themselves and coming and, uh, and, and supporting the team in the direction that the team seems to be going now with the recent uh, coaching change? I think there's a little more of a positive vibe about the direction. I think there's a belief in Sean Burke that he can get things turned around. I know, and look, he's not, uh, Sean's going to have a big hire here. He's not going to just hand the job to Bob Dice, who I think would be a fantastic candidate. But, you know, he's going to have to go through the process, right? We don't know who's going to be in the pipe in terms of coaching candidates. So no question he's going to go through the process and find the right guy. Um, I, I think the fans would certainly be behind Bob Dice as a hire, but they're, you know, they're pretty disgruntled here, right? When you talk about three seasons and a, a three-win year, a, a three-win season, and then a four-win season, 
And of those games, only two have been home wins. And only one of the last 23 home games uh, they've left happy. You know, they're, they're at the end of their rope here. And I, I've heard from a lot of different people, some that said they weren't coming back. Now, maybe the switch to Bob Dice this year, midseason, might have changed the minds of some of those people. But this is a big hire that they've got in the offseason because no doubt it's, it's one of the best places to watch a game in the Canadian Football League in terms of the atmosphere uh, with the restaurants around here. It is a great venue for not just sports, but, but sports and entertainment. And I think a lot of people look at Ottawa as a model, but that model only works if you are competitive in football games. No, no one's saying it's great cup or bust here in terms of the fan base. They just want to be entertained. They want to see touchdowns. They want to see the odd home win. And, and I don't think uh, they're wrong in that regard. So uh, we'll see if Sean Burke can get it straightened out. I, I believe he can but certainly a big hire in the offseason for him. And, uh, the, you know, the fans are, are definitely at the end of the rope. Yeah, it certainly is a great experience uh, there, if any fans have not been to uh, a game in Ottawa. Um, but along the same kind of mindset that we just spoke of with the home losing streak, having won a game this year, trying to end that 11-game home losing streak, Does this? what's the game plan for this particular game today? Is it win and stop that streak or is it strictly evaluation game and keep things kind of vanilla in a sense of play calling and get get personnel other personnel in there to see what people can do uh with with more like a in a preseason type game not not preseason type atmosphere but you know what i mean as far as the play calling is concerned and just see how guys can play and who's going to be able to come back next year well i think it's to win um you know based on the healthy bodies and it's it's wild you look at both the six game and the one game, and and sometimes you look at the one game and you realize that there's some guys there that that aren't necessarily injured. But you know when I look at those two, there's 19 guys you can't play that actually are injured between the six and the one game. So uh, they do have an incredible amount of injuries, including uh, you know the guy who's been by far their best offensive player this year and receiver Jalen Acklin, who got hurt in practice this week, kind of a microcosm of the Red Blacks season and even a guy like Lorenzo Bolton a game time decision I think he'll be able to go but he's been you know playing banged up all season long and he's been you know there's a reason he won the team awards for most outstanding defensive player and most outstanding player on the team he's been a dominant force and the best pass rusher actually the Ottawa Red Blacks have ever seen that's the one position even in their good years when they went to three great cups in four seasons they, they never had that dominant pass rusher, and Lorenzo Malden uh, has been that guy for them. So in, in terms of everybody else, I mean, I was kind of wondering the same thing. Okay, do they get a look at, you know, their, their two top draft picks here in their Canadian O-linemen, Ciro Holmgren, St. Dolan, and Zach Pelios. Now, they're both dressed, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure we might see a little bit of those two guys. Certainly in short yardage, we'll see them. How much do we see of them? I, I, I guess we'll wait and see. The, the one difference is the quarterback situation. And I think they're, they're playing it right because, you know, you want to get another look at Caleb Evans and how he looks, you know, just with the, the difference in terms of what they're doing offensively, because the offense has looked good the last three weeks under this uh, makeshift group that as Will aren't calling the plays, Bob Dice taking a greater role in, in things. They brought in Doug Malone to help out a, a veteran uh, across the CFL. So, I think they've looked better. They've averaged 27 points in the last three games since Bob Dice took over. So let's see what Caleb Evans looks like 
with this offensive group. But you definitely want to get a look at Tyree Adams as well because this is a guy, I mean, he's listed at he's 6'1", 170, and it's probably 170 soaking wet. And, and that's probably a big reason he's been written off at different levels throughout football. But when you talk to people everywhere he's gone, he's proved people wrong. Uh, the top uh, passer all-time at Western Carolina. And I, I thought he looked outstanding in preseason. Through pick six. Uh, I think it was the second play against Montreal. And after that, he was lights out. It was like, okay, I learned my lesson. That long wide side throw to the far side of the field, that's maybe not one you want to be making too much here in the Canadian game. And after that, was lights out and led them to a late comeback victory against Montreal in that preseason game. So really excited to get a look at him. Bob Dice told me that uh, probably going to get a couple of series in the first half. And then we'll see what happens in the second half to kind of determine how the game's going and, and go from there. But uh, beyond that, it'll be the same guys that have played uh, throughout the season. Got about 60 seconds left there, AJ. The quick one to you here. I mean, I, I, I look at certain positions that when you look at the roster and the lineup, and maybe there could be trades, but what's the one position on this team that, you know what, screams uh, it, there's going to be tons of competition next year? Just overall on defense, because I, I think offense has been a problem for a while. And I look at, okay, Jeremiah Masoli's going to come back. You, you've got Jalen Acklin, Justin Hardy. Um, you, you've got some pieces on the offensive line to build around. So that's good. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the defense. Um, you know, are they able to get Lorenzo Bolden re-signed? That would be huge. But just, I, I think that's a group that probably still needs a couple of changes back there. And as the season has progressed, uh, they've been more and more vulnerable and given up more and more yards and, and points. So I, I think that's a unit to watch uh, in the offseason. Well, AJ, I know the, the loss of Josh Norris is pretty large, but it appears the Senators could be playoff contenders. So enjoy the hockey season and certainly have a great call tonight. And thank you for joining us. Thanks, Bubs. And yeah, more important, we got the Ottawa Hamilton doubleheader yes, because yes. Colin. Calling soccer tomorrow. It'll be for Jeff C against Atletico Ottawa. They're expecting maybe 15,000 for that one. So had a great chat with Bobby Smyrniotis today. Had a chance to call the Forge games in the bubble in 2020. It's going to be a great game. Great day for uh, Ottawa and Hamilton sports. Uh, and a great weekend for that as well. Well, thank you for teasing our next segment. <laughs> I really appreciate it there, fella. All right. Cheers, guys. All right. That's Speaking with the Enemy presented by Red Tag. So much more as we get set for the Tiger Cats regular season closer versus the Red Blacks. 